That's a very um, difficult decision yes. to make. We had over 40 nominations last year Wow! for all the different awards. And so we would love to have that capacity again this year or more. The Hayes Chamber is already looking ahead to their next awards banquet. Hayes Post reporter Becky Kaiser speaks with President and CEO Sarah Wassinger to get all the details on this episode of The Post Podcast. Oh my gosh, it doesn't seem possible yet, but we're looking ahead to the annual Chamber Banquet and award nominations where people can get involved and honor people who've really made a difference to our business community. It is such a wonderful opportunity to really um, acknowledge those folks who make such a big difference every day. And it's one of our favorite events, obviously. So um, we just wanted to make sure that people knew that we were um, starting the month early. So we started in October this last year uh, just to give people enough time and really wanted to make sure that uh, folks had plenty of opportunities and days to submit nominations. That's a good idea. You can really stop and think about it, who who might be somebody that you want to to honor and that the chamber should honor. So we have, I know, several awards, and I had the honor of uh, emceeing the banquet a couple of years ago, and it, it's so much fun. But one of the best parts, of course, is honoring these people who've been singled out for their contributions over the years. And there are a lot of sponsored awards. Tell us about these, Sarah. Yes, so there are eight um, returning for this year. So City of Hayes is doing the Small Business Achievement Award and really just want to share what that award is all about. So if you are a longstanding small business in Ellis County um, and have had notable contributions to the overall success of the community, this is where you would nominate that business that really kind of resonates with you on those key points. Um, You know, um, we also have a big list of previous award winners listed on our website. So if people want to see who has won this honor in the past or any of the other awards, um, of course, we wouldn't honor the same person or a business that award twice. So just to make sure that you're honoring and um, nominating people who haven't been um, before would be great. Um, The other one that we're, um, this is a rather newer award. It's the I Smile Vision Plus Dental Helping Hands Award. Uh, This goes to a nonprofit organization or employee, and they should have demonstrated commitment to caring, generosity of spirit, openness, and inclusion. And so we have actually had organizations and employees both who have won this award. And so uh, this is a great opportunity for that person that you just feel like they're the game changer for the community and they're making a big difference or that business or organization is kind of moving mountains for our local community. And and they do so often. Sometimes, though, they're they're behind the scenes, and people may not really understand that or know that. And this is a wonderful opportunity to bring them forward and, and show what contributions they have made. Our community really does have a lot of great people out there. We do. Um, I share so often how uh, generous our community is, not just with, you know, fundraising efforts, but really of, you know, that time of investment and trying to make a difference. So you hit the nail on the head. That's Um, a big part of it at the time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, none of us have enough of that anymore. That is true. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Obviously, um, the kind of culminating event um, is our Golden Belt Bank Hall of Fame Award. For those who attend throughout the year, you're aware that we kind of save that one for last. And the reason that we do that is because this award honors the lifelong commitment of community service and civic involvement. And so this person should have demonstrated excellence in their business or profession, um, as well as provide leadership in our community um, throughout the course of their life. So think about, you know, people like Sandy Jacobs have recently won this award. Mm -hmm. Um, We had Father Earl Beffert not too long ago. And those are the type of people who, you know, have just really given selflessly for so long. So if there is someone um, that you haven't seen on our list of previous award recipients, 
we would love to hear um, from you to see who you think should win that award this year. And then we had two new awards that we started just this last year, and they're returning, of course. And so the Grow Hayes, um, or sorry, two years ago we started these, the Grow Hayes Robert E. Schmidt Entrepreneur of the Year Award. And I know this one will have special meaning Absolutely. to you. Absolutely. We're proud of that. <laughs> yes. And so this one goes to an entrepreneur who has demonstrated the ability to create and grow their business or businesses over the past year um, and recent efforts have added value to the community. And so we have so many fantastic entrepreneurs who are really doing some interesting and unique things in our community. And so we hope that you'll take time to pause and kind of think about who has, you know, made some big movements in our community over the past year. And then Next Tech Citizen of the Year Award. Uh, this one goes to someone who provides a lot of community involvement over the last year, and they have been instrumental in elevating the quality of life for Ellis County residents. This one was fun last year because Sarah Meitner literally saw her mom driving in town, and her mom doesn't live in the community, and they were there to surprise her. And she's like, I think I just saw my mom. <laughs> I so, did not know that. That is she, funny. Yeah, so she might have known the jig was up last year, so that one was kind of interesting. <laughs> And then um, it wouldn't be complete without our next Tech Wireless Businesswoman of the Year Award. And so this person has proven history of business accomplishments, um, also community service and chamber participation. Uh, one of the things that we value a lot about this um, award is that it encourages and fosters growth in others um, to reach their full leadership potential. I know when you were our MC, it was actually we found out that you were our first female MC to actually do that event and think about just, you know, kind of those glass ceilings that have existed exactly. for women um, over the course of the past several decades. This is a nice way to honor those who really do kind of um, set that path out for others, you know, to come behind. Well, you know, as we know, the, the, the business world traditionally started by men and, and has uh, been grown by men, but women have made their mark and continue to do so. And as you mentioned, you know, the glass ceiling has been broken many times and we're yes. looking for more people, for more women who have done that. And this is a perfect opportunity to showcase those um, wonderful uh, female leaders in our community. So definitely keep that one in mind as well. And then we have two more, uh, the Vive Broadband Rising Star Award. Uh, this one is uh, very wonderful because it honors those who are younger in their profession, but they um, possess and exhibit excellence and leadership qualities. And also that tie back into the strong community involvement and chamber engagement is important too. We've had some wonderful people take this award home. Um, and I know this award used to be one of the ones that you guys sponsored before everything kind of changed out. So I know um, this is one of those ones that we always encourage our Hayes Young professionals. Like, yes. look at those around you who are doing good in your community and maybe think about nominating one of them. And they are so important to the community, the, the young people to thrive themselves within the community and help grow it and be looking forward. You know, when we talk about youth, um, you know, I was reading the book, 13 Ways to Kill Your Community. Replace the word youth with your future. Like, what does the future of your community look like? And who is going to be making a difference generations on end? And these are the people that yes. are going to be in charge of our community um, sometime soon. And so um, let's give them abilities to um, understand their potential and honor what they've already done. Absolutely. And last but not least, we also have the Worth Wealth Management Member Investor of the Year Award. And this one um, is really one that we started because we are so blessed as a chamber to have so many incredible businesses support us throughout the year. Obviously, we are completely funded by membership dues and non-dues revenue. And because of that, we wanted to find a way to say thank you 
to those businesses who give not only of their time, their talent, but their treasure. And so this one will go to um, folks who have, you know, provided service on our board of directors, our ambassadors, or perhaps Hayes Young Professionals. Maybe they've served on chamber committees throughout the year. Um, obviously, um, they're showing their um, support by also attending events. And so um, they would also need to have a proven financial investment to the chamber over the past year. Um, all of our member investors, I feel at some point in time, you know, are deserving of this because you don't have to be a chamber member. It's your choice to be a chamber member. Um, but this kind of just acknowledges that note of gratitude um, on behalf of our staff and all who serve the chamber. So awards and nominations are due by October 31st. So that's kind of the big date to remember. Remember that. Well, what's the best way to submit nominations, Sarah? Great question, Becky. So they can go to the HayesChamber.com website and on our homepage currently, there is a link to download the nomination form. It is editable. Um, I always have a hard time saying that word, so I'm <laughs> glad I got that out the, right the first time. Um, but you can um, also just include their basic information. Um, it'll ask for you to put your information on there. And then on the back side, there's a section to do a paragraph or two. This part is what's really important for us because it gives the nominating committee kind of the meat and potatoes to make those decisions. And so perhaps um, there might be a nomination that they may not be as familiar with. Um, and just having all those details really helps them make sure that they're choosing the person who is most deserving of that award. Who makes up the nominating committee? Great question. So that um, is always kind of a chamber board decision, um, but they have a special um, group. So it's usually our um, current chair, our past chair, our chair elect, and then it's two board members at large. Normally those board members are ones that are outgoing. This year it looks a little bit different based on the fact of we only have one outgoing board member. So um, we have another board member who mm -hmm. kind of stepped up to volunteer, but they um, meet, meet for usually several hours to look at all of the oh, nominations. Oh, I'm sure a lot to wade through. <laughs> and it's a very um, difficult decision yes. to make. We had over 40 nominations last oh, year Wow! for all the different awards. And so we would love to have that capacity again this year or more um, just to make sure that we have a great pool of applicants. And I would share on that note, um, it is not uncommon um, for a nomination to receive an award that they weren't necessarily nominated for. The uh, nominating committee will look at the different applicants um, that have been submitted, and then um, if they feel that that person is more deserving of a different award, they have the flexibility to kind yeah. of pivot that nomination over to a different award. And so that's that's not been um, uncommon for that to happen in the past. One of the things that is so fun about this entire process, and you alluded to it with talking about what happened with uh, Sarah last year, Sarah Meitner, is that these these nominations, these winners come as surprises to the winners. They don't really know it. And you go to great lengths to get their <laughs> loved ones and important people in their lives gathered together at the banquet before, you know, so then they don't know what's going on. And I and having witnessed that several years, it's so much fun. Well, I, I get probably a little red just thinking about some of the white lies or extended truths <laughs> I've had to tell to get people You're there. excused. That's okay. God I, will forgive you for that. Well, I always share with the people, like, I remember Kyle Carlene, he received our Helping Hands Award last year. He literally shook his finger at me on stage, and he's like, you, because he was, um, Kyle, if you're listening, God love you. <laughs> he was the most challenging to get there. Ah. Um, so uh, he's. we had to tell a very big white lie that someone else <laughs> he knew and loved and appreciated was actually getting an award, and that's how we finally got him there. And so he, he uh, gave me a hard time on stage. I'll never forget that look. So, But yes. We do usually um, employ the services of those who make the nomination to usually help us get that person or that business to attend the banquet so 
they can receive the award and get the accolades and acknowledgement that we know they truly deserve. We talked about the deadline for the nominations. The banquet is coming up later. That is when? January 30th or 31st. It's the last Tuesday of January. I should have had that. January 30th. Yes. So um, that would be, um, obviously, we plan a little bit ahead because it takes time to get the awards lined up, to write the script for the event. Um, The other time thing is, you know, November and December, people have the holiday season. Busy time for everybody. Right. So to try to have the nomination window open during that time just doesn't make a whole heck of a lot of sense. And so we know that there's been plenty of good done throughout the community um, and that the next couple of months there will be even more. So you can make multiple nominations, by the way. Um, You're not just limited to making one. If you want to nominate 10 people for each of the awards, (laughs) you're welcome to do that, too. So there's really no limit as to how many you submit. Wonderful. So be thinking about that. Some of your nominations for the eight awards giving out by the, given out by the chamber each year. I wanted to talk a little bit. You, you were talking about members of the chamber and how much they, that, as you said, you don't have to be a chamber member, but so many businesses do. And I was astounded, Sarah, by the number of current members that you have right now, 513. That's a good number. That's great. It is. So we've been um, very thankful to add to that list. So um, a part of our uh, recognition every week is sharing our new chamber members. We had a busy week um, this last week. So Joe's Grill and Catering, Salazar Tile Remodeling LLC, Stonehouse Spirit and Cigar. They're not quite open yet, but I saw their sign up at Tebow Village. And then the Union Catering Company has joined. So yes, um, that makes up our 513 members. And I know that we have a goal to hit 525 And if we're tracking, um, as we have been over the past several months, we will end the year with 525 members. Wonderful. And this is, um, you and I were talking a little bit ago that, as people may recall, there was a time, and I think it was probably true many, many places, that when COVID hit, the business world, along with daily lives, just, you know, went upside down. And you did lose some members, understandably. People felt like they... Uh, their incomes were not there, and you have really worked hard to build that back up to what it was before and then beyond. Absolutely. So, you know, we dipped down to 469 members at the kind of critical tipping point of COVID, as you said, and then obviously to swing back up to 513 has been really wonderful. The movement in our business community has been significant, I would say, over the past year and just seeing so many business stores open for the mm-hmm. first time has been very remarkable. Or hearing stories about people who are transitioning out of their business and, you know, finding that next person to be their successor and really run with that opportunity. So it's a very wonderful time in our business community, and I'm looking forward to see what happens throughout the rem- remainder of this year. Exciting times. Well, let's talk about your calendar and some of the things. I know you had to make a couple of cha- changes coming up, and then we have weekly events to talk about. Sure. So those changes that um, have come kind of happened this week. The ribbon cutting that was scheduled um, with Haysmith Child Care Center for today has been postponed. That would technically be their grand opening event. Um, as every project has hiccups, you know, there's a couple that they weren't able to um, anticipate. So we will be sure to get that back on the calendar as soon as they're ready to have the community come in and visit that space. And then this month's membership lunch is actually being moved to September 22nd at noon. Of course, as always, that'll be at Rose Garden Banquet Hall and Catering. Our regular lunches are usually scheduled for that last Friday of the month. When we have scheduled it for this year, we forgot to anticipate the Oktoberfest date. Oh, yes. And obviously (laughs) our community loves to support that event. And I don't know that we would want to try to compete with that um, because people might just choose the beer Oktoberfest would beat you. I'm going to say I'm not. (laughs) Yeah, I'm humble enough to admit that that's probably the case. So we'll go ahead and change that. 
Um, but our regular calendar uh, events for this week also include today our Hayes Young Professionals Advisory Council will meet at the Welcome Center at 515. And then our chamber chat this week will actually be with Eagle Med at 9 a.m., um, feel free to come to the Hayes Regional Airport at their hangar. We usually do a Facebook Live, but because there's proprietary things happening there, um, they don't necessarily want mm. us to have that Facebook Live component. Sure. So if that is one that you were wanting to see, we really do encourage you to come in person. Otherwise, you won't be able to check out all the cool things afterwards. Yeah, that should be very interesting. Yes. So make sure you get out there. And last but not least, um, our Ambassador Monthly Lunch will kind of conclude our week at noon on Friday at Rose Garden Banquet Hall and Catering. But visit HayesChamber.com um, slash events for all of our calendar um, details going on throughout the month. If somebody is interested in becoming a chamber member, been on the line thinking about it, I'm sure you would love to take their information. How could they get attention to you? Sure. So Ali Purdy is our vice president of memberships. She's that kind of welcome wagon to the chamber. But all of our staff are very happy to welcome you aboard. They can come to the office at 2700 Vine Street or call 785 785- 628-8201 to schedule an appointment. We love coming to visit you, but um, you're also welcome to come just to walk in the office and we'll visit with you right then and there.